Welcome to another edition of the On Air series for the 2023 City Business Festival. On Fridays, we have a special edition that focuses on personal finance. Looking at the difficulties of 2022, the high levels of inflation, the debt exchange program, and the haircuts that were experienced, we believe a lot of us need to have a reset of our personal finances. How do we do this? We're doing this through the eyes and the minds of some specific guests. So for today, my guest is Leticia Hiniefa. She's a woman of many parts, family woman, uh, back in school, uh, runs leader freak, also part-time radio host on City when she has time. We've asked her to help us. Lots of people are thinking of resetting their finances. Some have lost their jobs. Some have lost their investments. Some simply want a new experience. Can she give us a framework to get back on a financial track that is sustainable? Letitia, welcome to the program. Thank you, Bernard. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. I see you've been doing some reinvention. <laughs> you took a bit of a, a hiatus from, from hosting the Farm Life show. Yes, so there's been a lot of school and lots of work. For some reason, we're managing about eight programs at the same time. Wow, <laughs> that's that's a lot. So that with school and home, mm. it's been a lot, but yeah. um, it's been good. Do you agree with my premise that at least from mid-2022 to early 2023 has been a tough financial period? Because I've been feeling the financial pinch. A lot of people say they have, I don't know, you don't look like someone who's, <laughs> you look like you're okay, but just help to affirm my topic. <laughs> that I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't look like you're okay. <laughs> you don't look like. That I, I'm being, I, I'm I mean, being stressed doing, by. You're managing eight programs. So obviously you have a lot of money coming in. <laughs> you have money. It may not be what you're used to. Yeah. But of course, we're not in normal times. At all. So, and I think, yes, 2022, but it's like most people haven't recovered even from COVID. Mm. Mm. So then that just came to make it worse. My God. So sadly, that's, that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The, we all go through these things. It's just been, unfortunately, rather consistent. Mm -hmm. And it's been like there's no break for most people. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep going. Um, and then that becomes a bit difficult depending on who you are and what your circumstances are. So how do you respond to, to the stress that we've seen? I know people who've left the country. A lot of people have left. They are just tired. I hear people are even buying um, citizenship for <laughs> yeah. in different countries for yes. some ridiculous amounts of yes. money just that leaving. I think they can use it to set up businesses. But I think people have really just gotten tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still think there's a lot of money to be made in the country at mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. It will shape itself out. But we're going through a process. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a process. The way we've done it, or I have looked at it, because even though I work with, um, I have a co-founder, mm -hmm. we, we think we create differently. <laughs> So the way I've done it is that I've tried to understand first and foremost. Let me try five things that I do typically. Um, number one is that I try to understand my response to stress and threat. Mm -hmm. That was an eye-opener for me because I never used to do that before. Um, what is my default response? Because you're always going to have a challenge, a seeming threat. How would you respond to it? It helps even when you're going through your recovery um, or your survival toolkit or recovery toolkit that you put together because another one will come. Now, how do you deal with it? So for me, getting to know and understand your default response 
to stress or seeming threat is important. Now, there are four of them that we typically would talk about, and it is the fact that people would freeze, which is that you're stricken into inaction. Like, there's no movement. You don't know what to do. You're stuck, and you need to learn to get out of that wheel. Then for some, they flee. They would run. Flight. That's like typical. Yeah. That's like my default. Mm-hmm. I want to run away. Mm-hmm. But then I know you don't run. You have to fight it through, work it through. So um, you want to run. I want to resign. I want to, you, you need to stay and work it through. So then there's fight, which is where most of us want to be. Mm-hmm. But the fight too can be in two folds. You mm-hmm. can fight negatively, so it depends on your intention, which will come to, mm-hmm. and you can fight positively. Mm-hmm. You always want to be on the positive side. Mm-hmm. So how do I figure out how to get out of here in spite of all these seeming negativities or threats that are coming my way? Mm-hmm. And then there's a fourth one called fawn that we don't usually talk about. It's called what? Fawn, F-A-W-N. But it's typically um, people-pleasing. Yes. So I don't have, but I still have to give. Or, so that I have to. So how do you get out of that space? So, so there are four responses to stress and threats, which are all Fs. Hmm. So you, you freeze, which is do nothing. Mm-hmm. You run, which is flight. You fight, which can be negative or positive. Mm-hmm. And then you fawn, which is to try and please people. Yeah. So you're trying to massage what is. Mm. And really, it's not necessary because we're all going through something. Everybody is going through something every day. Yeah. So you don't need. Yes, we may not flaunt it, but you also do not have to show that there's nothing going on. Everything is okay. If it's not okay, it's not okay. So don't go about trying to um, please people or give them a different picture. So no matter where you are in these four, mm-hmm. you can bounce back. Okay. You can reset. You can recover. But it means you need to take certain decisions, mm-hmm. and that's difficult. It's, I think it's part of the most difficult bit to do because I think psychologists claim we take about 35,000 decisions a day. Now, if you're going to do that, then you need to be in a good space. So for me, the second then becomes setting an intention. So you set an intention to be better. Because I want my, re- my decisions to be better. I want them to be empowering. I don't want them to put me in a state of inactivity. So how do I do that? What do I do to make that happen? So first decide. Just that singular decision to be better mm-hmm. as a result or out of this experience is important because then it opens a whole door, multiple doors mm-hmm. of opportunities mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And when you've done that, Even in that period, you need to watch your language. I think some of the things we do easily, things like, hey, me woo, (laughs) I'm finished. You need to, because you need to begin to watch Watch your language even within the period of the, the. Because you've set an intention, but your whole language, your thought processes can go against you. Mm. So now begin to watch those. Know what you want at some point. Mm-hmm. So you have figured out what your current reality is, or maybe not in too, many, too much detail, but you want to figure out what do I really want? Where do I want to go? Where do I, what's the end game? Where am I now? And how do I close the gap? I know it's difficult when you're, you've been hit by perhaps, and some have been multiple. So it's difficult. Nevertheless, 
me, I think everybody should cry a little. <laughs> I don't think there's any shame in it. If you have a, you've been hit by something, you cry, mourn it, and then now use that power to move to your next level. So go through the motions and now decide. Make some plans around it. And then the third would be to exercise your power of choice. This one is very important to me. Because we like to say things like, I don't have a choice. And we say it a lot without even thinking through it. You always have a choice. Always, always, always. I like something Viktor Frankl has been quoted to say he's an Australian neuro, mm-hmm. neurologist and psychologist. It says that between stimulus and response, there's a space. Mm-hmm. In that space is our power to choose mm-hmm. our response. Mm-hmm. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Wow. So for you to grow, we've already looked at... Um, the space, what are we doing with the space? So mm-hmm. we've, you've set an interest. First, you know yourself a little bit. You know how you respond to threats. You have decided that I'm going to um, set an intention to do better. Now, you know. So that space, you've taken a certain decision. Now, from then, we have to, you're responding. You're moving to growth and freedom. Before you get to response, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Typically, when bad things happen, some people, or when stressful situations occur, people ask why, and they also want to know whether it was my fault. So, for example, somebody invested in treasury bills, whilst the other person went to buy stocks, and then maybe another person went to buy fixed income. Government is paying treasury bills, um, but then fixed income has been hit by the debt exchange. And the person is like, oh, Charlie. Somebody told me not to buy this fixed income when I didn't listen. Or could I? Is it, what's the difference between regret and pausing and reflecting on what caused? Is, is there any use in doing that? Right? I think it's important. But it's not, it's important, but it's not one that you should be fixated on. Okay. Um, I don't do regrets. Okay. I just do learnings. Okay. Because it's a learning. You knew what choices you were making and you made them, right? Mm. So at that point, you may not have paused to see that, oh, these are my alternatives. These are my options. So you didn't, you may not have done it in that moment, but you've still learned. That's why I say, Mon, whatever it is, just learn from it. Mm-hmm. So what's your learning? Now, when it comes to stocks and treasury bills and all of those investment tools, they fluctuate, depending on what's happening in the economy. Mm. So, you, yes, it's important to work with an expert, ideally. Mm-hmm. I know people don't even want to hear them now, but some are still very good. We have wealth managers. At least have a conversation with them. Mm. Let them help you design your tools. And when they've done so, pay attention to the process. So it's not, sometimes we leave everything to chance and to the people that we've trusted things to, but monitor the process. So I, I won't say that somebody did this and somebody did that and one was right over the other. Mm-hmm. If we had a different economic circumstances, mm-hmm. it could flip. Okay. I see. So yes, think through, but don't be overfixated with the regret bit. No. You know, indecision, overwhelm, at the, po- at the point you're doing regret yourself sabotaging yeah yeah and that won't help you 
So you're helping yourself to stay stuck in your process, your thinking, but you should stay, you should move away from that. And you say you always have a choice, so don't assume that you are stuck forever. Yeah. You don't regret, you only learn. Mm, that's what I think. Wonderful. That's what I do. So, like I said, there's not, there's no regret. You did it. It didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's learn from it. I won't say big deal because somewhere some of the monies are very huge. So you talk about learning. So let's talk about learning. Mm. So I like what you say that even in a mistake there's learning. Mm. So what should we learn and how can we use that to chart a path out of this situation that we are in now? So that's taking us to the fourth point. Mm-hmm. And the fourth point basically says that you learn to make the unfamiliar familiar. So hitherto, whether you're 26, 40, 50, whatever your age is, you're used to a certain pattern of thought, a certain pattern of lifestyle, a certain pattern of decision-making. But you're not in normal times. Mm -hmm. So you need to change that pattern. Mm-hmm. You need to pause to course correct if that's what you need. So find the patterns and now see how do I change these patterns for mm-hmm. myself. That's the part about making the unfamiliar familiar. So we're talking about learning. I think to do that, let's use the UNESCO four pillars of education, mm-hmm. which is learn to know, mm-hmm. learn to be, learn to live, mm-hmm. and, learn to, and learn to be. So the second one is learn, learn to, to do. do. So learn yeah. to know, yeah. learn to do. Learn to live live and then learn to be. Yes. Can you break this down? Yes. So learn to know. There's things happening and I think that a lot of the time we make a lot of assumptions. Yes, it's happened, but why did it happen? Mm. So the why is important. You need to know to learn. That becomes your springboard. Mm. So what what decisions, what led me here? Mm -hmm. Now, what's happening in my environment What's happening mm-hmm. with me, my own thought processes. This mm-hmm. is where if you're a boss, if you're a parent, if you're um, wherever you are, if you're married, you need to also make sure that you're figuring out what's going on with all the people around you. Because then you're responsible or the decisions that you take, mm-hmm. everybody has to be on board. So how do you now understand where they are and bring everybody onto a certain level play field for you to move and grow from? So you need to learn. Or to know what's going on, what what's going on in the financial market, what's going on on the job market, what's going on with my own skills. Are they still relevant? Are they irrelevant? What contributed to my job loss? Was it what? What is it? So you need to want to know and understand. Um, what are the places within the environment today that I can possibly take advantage of? What do I leverage in this moment? There's always something. So this is a good time to do some research and to understand what to do better. If you have your resources, how much money do I have left? Even if it's 100 CDs, it's something that you have. But what do I have? Mm -hmm. How do I stretch these resources? What must I do? If I need it to take me through to three months, six months, is Mm -hmm. it enough? Mm -hmm. If my child is still in school, they're in second term of school, meanwhile I have second term, third term fees to pay, would it be enough? What do I do? So these are the times to ask yourself difficult questions and to find solutions. In the what do I do, a lot of 
answers begin to come to you, list all of them down. Mm. Just list them down and find out which is your best next step. Okay. Take that best next step, knowing very well that there are going to be pluses and minuses to those next steps. Be ready to take um, the responsibility for that decision that you're taking. So that's important to know. So learn to know. Mm-hmm. Know what's going on. Know what you can take advantage of. Know what's, what your even spending patterns are. Mm. Because you're going to have to begin to undo or unlearn some of those things. Mm-hmm. So learn to do. Now you want to relearn mm-hmm. the new skills that are coming up. AI is here today. <laughs> um, trying to even understand it. I, I remember I was try- instead of learning, I was trying to understand this whole AI thing. The impact on businesses. Mm-hmm. How you can even use it to help you as a person, as a business. So it's you need to learn to do something. Mm-hmm. So what is that thing that you need to learn to do? What do you like to do best? What are you best suited for? Mm. Um, do Get a new skill. Okay. People are doing amazing things with baking today. It's amazing. Like there's simple things you may not think about. Mm -hmm. Simple things like hair. There's so much. Mm -hmm. So think through your own life, what some of your needs are, Mm -hmm. what some of your friends' needs are. Mm -hmm. What can you learn very quickly? I have a sister-in-law who learned to sew. And the incredible things she does today, she was even (laughs) selling clothing while she was still learning. It's possible because there are people in those spaces who are also learning, but they don't have that entrepreneurial mindset. So she having that entrepreneurial mindset said, okay, you guys are ahead of me in this skill, but I have access to people I can sell to. So let me take the orders. Let me share. Let's split the um, whatever the profits are. Mm-hmm. And that's how she started her business. You know, you know what's funny? Most of the times when people say learn... They, they want to go back to school. But, but what you're saying, you can even go and learn a c- course in how to do cakes. Yes. Or how to design flowers or how to do room decoration. Even this juicing that we are all yes. doing today. But at least learn the health, the nutritional impacts yeah. of it. So you're not just doing it. So it's not a default go and do a master's degree no, or no, something. No, no, there's, no, 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 no. there's more to, there's more learn, to it. learning new skills, particularly yeah. in this economy, yeah. than simply going to do an MBA. No, because that's locking up your capital. Mm-hmm. But you want to use that money to be making money. Mm. So you don't want to lock the capital. So you want a skill that you, you can easily... Skill. Exactly. Then you can go and use that money to do your schooling when you've you. got it. But right now, you want to rebuild. Mm. So it's not a time to say, I'm going into like real estate, unless you have a whole bunch of money mm. to go and do that. Because that's locking up your capital and you don't want to do that. So new skills, new ways of doing new things. New skills, new ways of doing things. Wonderful. It's important. So, so this is the second. To do. That's to the do. second under the fourth pillar of mm. making the unfamiliar familiar. Good. Then, then the third you one learn is to live again. Learn to live again. <laughs> mm. And this will spend a little time here mm-hmm. because this is where you're managing your cash flow. Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about the fact that you need to know how much you have. You need to know um, how, much, how, how you can stretch it over a period. That you should learn a new skill. Now we're going to think about our cash flow. Mm. So where your money comes from and where it goes to. I want to spend with spend. I want to start with spending because that's where we can cut a lot. Mm-hmm. Either cut your expend- expenses or you grow your income. So, in 
this when you're in dire straits mm. yes you want to grow your income but first you want to begin to cut back on your expenses a little bit so that you can free up some money for later so focus on basic needs let's take food for example um and i think people should eat well because it has serious health implications mm-hmm. and i don't mean eat like now most people are doing these um Intermittent fasting and everything in between. Keto, but <laughs> so I'm not saying kill yourself. All I'm saying is that make sure that you're incorporating healthy eating habits because okay. it has impact on your health. Uh-huh. For you to do this, you need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So pay attention. But there's little things you can do. You know, I I I started doing a lot of um like just observing things. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that grow in our backyard without us thinking, without us watching them, that has so many health yeah, yeah, benefits yeah. and we don't even see them. Like dandelions, yes. like um boko boko water lilies. Contumri. The contumri, the um bitter leaves. There's a yeah. there's a house not too far from mine. She has like a whole tree wow. of it. And, you know, there are cultures that use that for the contumerish too, right? I haven't learned how to do it without the bitterness. Mm -hmm. But you can learn to do it. And it's there. It's free. So I don't even see why we cannot use some of those things in Mm. our meals. Mm. Grow some of the things that you eat. I love spinach a lot. So I have pots in the house that we grow spinach in. And then, because I use them so many times in a week. So I, I make my own spinach. Then it's organic. I don't have to go and worry about whether it's not organic or not. Mm-hmm. The water lilies, they're everywhere. So I literally pluck them and then I use them. I consciously replant them so mm-hmm. I can have more. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, whatever it is that you can make or grow in your backyard, do it. I haven't had the luck or patience with things like the tomatoes and peppers. It takes too long. I think I did well during the COVID because we were home. And I could tend to it, but I'm not doing a good job with that. But at least grow some of the things you eat. Eat what you grow, grow what you eat. Yeah, grow some. And it will save you money. It will save you money. It's (laughs) also healthier. It saves you a lot of money. And yes, it is very healthy. So your health bill is lower and you don't have to worry too much. So dandelion salad, we'll try it. Just uh, get a dandelion behind your house and squeeze some. And they're just there. Enjoy yourself. In your own I'm house. soft to wash it Charlie, and eat. You are just fine. <laughs> it's healthy too. So learn to live. Practical yeah. ways of practical uh, ways realigning your finances. Mm, the other thing is buying bulk. Buying bulk. Yeah. Buying in bulk cuts across everything. If mm-hmm. you don't have the money to buy in bulk, you can come together with a few friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get the wholesale prices and mm-hmm. then you share it. So yeah. everybody has your list. Mm-hmm. You've come together, you buy it. Now get one of your support systems or mm-hmm. yourselves. Just split it according to what everybody's needs are. When you do that, you, you can manage your money easily because for three months you probably haven't purchased anything. So you're not worrying too much about, I have to buy this and the price moved from two CDs to three in just a month. So you're stabilizing your finances a little bit. So buy in bulk. Try mm-hmm. very hard if you can okay. and do so. One of the other things is reduce wastage. Food in particular. We boil rice, we leave it, it goes off. Mm-hmm. But you buy you boil white rice today, you can turn it into any other rice tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
It could be fried rice. It could be anything. Just become creative mm-hmm. with the food that you make. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to throw them away. Mm-hmm. You can change it into something edible and then enjoy it with your family. So let's stop throwing food away. Mm-hmm. Simple things like the water we drink, the sachet water. If your situation is really, really bad, boil water, bottle it and drink. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it's not bad and you're still doing the sachet waters, get people bottles at home like water bottles, so they can pour it into it and keep, and keep drinking. Yeah, I actually noticed we spend lots of money on water uh, because do. most people now don't drink tap water. Yes. So they'll either buy the refill or the sachet or the bottle, and it moves very fast. It does. And usually the worst one is the, the sachet where they drink and leave. So, exactly. So I think for me, what works for me is the refill. The refill, okay. Because, and everybody has a bottle mm-hmm. with your name on it. Which is the thing. <laughs> so if you, <laughs> if you fetch your thing, if it's not finished, if you use the cup, they just leave it. Exactly. So, so leave the bottles. It's important. Yes, yeah. label the bottle. So you know that this is my bottle. I can drink the water later. See, so I'm not the only one who No, it yeah, it's not. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. yeah. So it helps because we waste a lot of water, especially yes. that sachet water. It's yes, it moves so quickly. Yeah. Yes. So if we can do that and stop some of the wastage will be great okay um so what do you do how do you begin this go through your house just do a walk through your house Mm -hmm. what are you spending money on go around the house inside and then start doing little little things that can support you to cut back on those wonderful we're looking at shelter Mm -hmm. one of the things with shelter is rent the way we pay Hmm. rent in this country for example is difficult for people especially Hmm. young people who want to move out of home they've started work to go and pay two years rent is difficult so there are empty houses in accra too many empty houses in accra you may know one or two people who own it the problem is some don't want to give it out because yeah, they trash it. You destroy the house. Yes. For them. Now you may want to have some of those conversations and decide what you can do because mm-hmm. for some people you may not be able to have money to afford rent right now. Mm-hmm. So find somebody, and you know somebody. Go through your phone. You find somebody who has an empty house somewhere. It may not be fully completed, but what you will need to to complete it to move in will be cheaper than a two-year rent. So have some conversations and then begin to now save thoughts. Your own, either you're buying, you're renting, mm. start saving thoughts. But always create a win-win. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm coming into your house. What do I, what would I do? Am I going to clean? What's my responsibility? Mm. And do something so that people will all be mm. kind to give away. I mean, this is great. We have just four minutes to go now. So you've, mm-hmm. you've put it all together. We're talking to Letitia Hinefa about basically resetting your finances. Yeah. But she's doing a very practical approach. And this UNESCO framework is really great. Learn to know, learn to do, learn to live. So we can wrap up with learn to be. So learning to be mm. is essentially, but before that though, you need to make money. So people have to find jobs. Of course. Or create of your course. own. So of you course. make money before we move on. So the learn to be is to say that, okay, this is where I am. I've accepted my reality. I have some plans. Be gentle with yourself. When you hit a roadblock, just tap yourself on your back. Just keep moving. Say sorry. You hit yourself and move on. There's no problem there. Then the fifth one is basically promise yourself that every single day Mm. you do one simple little thing Mm. to move you towards your goal. No matter how little it is, just do it. One simple little thing. Mm. Find an accountability partner. It's important in these times 
um, and do it. Wow. This is interesting. I was thinking you're going to give me like some equations and graphs and things, but it's actually very practical I and very simple. Ones to, the <laughs> <laughs> to the financial analysts. The poor mantis. <laughs> I don't do those ones. No. no, but this is great, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, in summary, you're basically saying understand how you respond to stress. Mm. Uh, whether you fly away, you fight, you fawn, or you freeze, know that you have to pause and reflect. Yeah. Number two, you have agency, so don't say, I don't have a choice. Yeah. All right. And then once you know you have agency, you make a decision. Absolutely. Make a decision. And then the, one of the key hooks you said, I don't do regrets, I do learning, which segues us into the four learnings. Mm. Learn to make them familiar, familiar. So learn to know what happened, what went wrong. Learn to do new skills, new opportunities. Learn to live a new way of living. And then learn to be. Wow. This is like a mini MBA. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for making it so simple. Thank you for making it so simple. Thank and I'm sure we'll see the reinvented you too soon. <laughs> you, you are, Thank you very you much. Are, you are doing your own reinvention. Yeah, Samu, aren't we all? Amazing stuff. That was Lisa Shohini Efa, uh, co-founder of Leader Freak and also a real friend of the station speaking to us. In this first Friday, every Friday we'll be talking about how to recover financially from the challenge of last year. We'll be with you next time. Bye-bye.